0: First question is just gonna be, who are you? Tell me about yourself.
1: That's lucky loaded. Hi, I'm Sonica. I am a sophomore at UT and I met Corey through the Social Entrepreneurship Learning Lab or CEL. I just finished up my last exam today and I am now in a weird transition to waiting period in quarantine until work, summer school, et cetera starts.
0: What's your major? How old are you?
1: Oh, <laughs> like, I, totally have with that. So I am 19 years old. I will be turning 20 this summer. I'm a business major at UT and I am from Colleyville, Texas. I almost, I had to stop myself. I almost said grapevine because I've been saying that for so long. And I'm sitting in my home in Colleyville.
0: does your daily routine look like?
1: Is this while like school is going on or now that school's over?
0: I guess it could be both. What were you doing when it was break time, school time?
1: I think in like the two weeks that we all thought we were just having like a fun extended spring break, I definitely took it as a time for arts and crafts. So I just kind of spent two weeks playing cards with my sister or making different art things and scrapbooking. And then when school started, that was kind of hard because I think for the first time I was letting myself breathe. I think that quarantine was a blessing in disguise because looking back on this semester, I don't think I would have survived with everything if it were in person. So I definitely just like took advantage of past feel. I would do class in the morning and then I would just like, I don't even know what I would do for the hours in between because it would be like, wake up, go to class, be in your room from 9am until you sleep at like midnight. And I think I would spend the time with like my sister or my dad or on TikTok but I honestly didn't do much, and looking back on it, that's so sad because I, all of quarantine, I've just had this feeling that I'm not doing anything, but that's not true because I somehow managed to fill all the hours of the day. So I think my schedule this summer, once my start date rolls around, it's work, obviously in the morning and afternoon. There's a two-hour time difference between me and my boss, so I think my day is actually like 11 to 7. Um and after that I'll be doing summer school Spanish, Bane of My Existence, studying for the LSAT, and I think we're gonna try and continue the device donations project. Oh, and the cell like blood donations thing. Yeah, I'm excited, and that's kind of why I wanna go back to Austin, just because I know that I can't focus and do all of these things here.
0: All right, next question is, who do you talk to now?
1: I think I've definitely spent more quality, quality time with my family. Even in high school, I just, like, wasn't home a lot. Like, if you think about it, most of your day in high school was spent at school, and whatever time you were at home, you were sleeping or eating, and then after that, like, I was gone on the weekends because of debate or whatnot, so this is, like, the most time that my family spent together, which is kind of good for us. I think that they've been able to see me as a very different woman than I was two years ago, and even last summer when I was home. So that's been really nice and it's cool to see how my sister has grown up, which is still like weird to see, but cool to see at the same time. In terms of like friends or relationships, I think it's interesting because at book club, I think it was, or even when I was watching The Ring last night, I was thinking I was like the people that I have spent the most amount of time like i've been talking to y'all on a daily basis there's not on a daily basis a weekly basis there's no other friend group or person that i've been facetiming at least weekly other than my roommate which is so crazy because even though i would like see you guys in passing because of blackstone launch pattern we shared classes it wasn't like we're gonna hang out together like once a week and that's kind of what our quarantine zoom calls are like like it would be the same as all of us at my apartment watching a movie or something and that's really rare for that to happen with everyone's busy schedules. And the people that I'm hanging out with, it's not like we were one-to-one friends first. It's all like we met through other people, which is so cool. And I'm, I'm interested and also a little bit scared to see how this will hold up in the fall, if it does. I want it to, but who knows. Will we revert back to our old patterns? I don't know.
0: No, yeah, it's, it's really weird. You're right. Our book club, me and Kanish, was super close. The four of us together is so random.
1: yeah. <laughs> even yesterday watching the ring like me and jag got close this semester not even fall semester like in ideator incubators where she and i got close Alaman and i had literally we still have never hung out we've only hung out virtually i knew him to the same degree that i knew Kennish, which was 0.05 but we all spent two hours yesterday watching a movie and my sister has met all of y'all over zoom which is so crazy
0: what types of media are you consuming right now
1: So TikTok is a big one. I was told yesterday that I'm losing my presence on TikTok and that I should be posting more. So I guess I will be posting more over the summer. I think Twitter is still pretty up there. I was, I always have been like a regular Twitter consumer. I've been on Instagram less. I think it's because people are either posting about how good their daily routines are and I'm just, nah man, we're in quarantine, let it go. Which I totally respect. I just, I'm not consuming it in the same way that I would if I was in Austin. I don't use Snapchat. I watch on Netflix and Hulu. And I just finished Never Have I Ever on Netflix. And on Hulu, I just finished Superstore. And I'm waiting for the new episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine to drop.
0: You should watch Silicon Valley while it's still, like, free.
1: Yeah? Is it Uh, on HBO?
0: Because HBO is, like, giving their things for free. Like a year or something like
1: that. Honestly, I will. I've been looking for new shows to watch.
0: Silicon so, like, Valley, especially now, you know, you're a VC, you get to experience the, the stereotypes oh, up front.
1: I feel so self-conscious.
0: <laughs> what are some positives that you've gotten from corona?
1: Some positives from quarantine? I saw something on Twitter the other day, which it was like, quarantine has shown you who your true friends are, and then someone quoted it and was like, that's not true. Like we're all going through a pandemic, stop keeping score and be grateful for what you have. And that really resonated with me because I think that in our everyday lives, we keep score with everything, whether it be whether someone like checked in on you or said hi to you. I don't know, like it's really hard to explain, but I think that we all do it subconsciously. And I think quarantine has been really good at reminding us that everyone deserves a bit of slack. And although quarantine may be highlighting some of the struggles or discrepancies or not discrepancies, disparities between people that you wouldn't normally know or acknowledge otherwise, quarantine is highlighting it, which I think is good because it's making us a lot more aware of not just ourselves, but how the other people within our ecosystems and our friendships are doing.
0: Yeah, to follow up with that, what would you have never done if not for this pandemic?
1: I think take a chance to look outside of the UT bubble. I think I was feeling so anxious and worried for a lot of Not just this semester, this year, but my time at UT because I was looking to the future. But at the same time, I couldn't do that while I was so stuck in the moment at UT. And I think being in quarantine and just being, okay, all of UT is just the schoolwork that you have. And once that was knocked out, I had a whole day, all of this time to really think about what I wanted. I think I was able to get a lot of insight into myself and my future goals than I would have been able to do at UT just because of environment. I also don't think I would have hung out with the people that I'm hanging out with right now. And I, I've said this already today, and I've talked to you about this. It's just really nice. I am so, so thankful for book club and radishes. I think Family Feud is going to be one of my favorite nights of this semester.
0: Yeah, Jack's done a really good job with the Google Form already. I'm I'm very He's,
1: like hyperlinking the PowerPoint and stuff. Really? And, like adding music, yeah.
0: The next question I have is have you picked up any new hobbies or learned anything new?
1: I did at the beginning. I was learning Italian and I was taking this course on happiness. Why am I forgetting its name? But it's the really popular one offered at Yale, and they made it online and available for everyone. I think like with finals, I just got super behind in both of those and school wasn't true quarantine. So now that we're back to true quarantine, I think I will be returning and resuming my Italian studies.
0: I will check back with you at the end of quarantine to see. What do you miss the most about your pre-corona life?
1: It's hard to explain. I was talking to my mom about one of our friends that has just been dealt a really, really bad hand. The job that she had for the summer was canceled. She's studying for the MCATs. Those got pushed back. And she had just really found her place. And then I realized that it wasn't just her. It was a lot of us. I think COVID hit. Right as we were about to get to the peak, you know, and even for me, a lot of good things were happening after a lot of hard work and a lot of no's and just a lot of bad stuff that I was really reaching the oh wow, we've done it point. Whether that have been nearing the end of my weenie semester and I was really enjoying my classes, I was starting to get in the groove of things. I had met so many cool new people. I talk about that night in my apartment, the love is blind night, so often. But to me, it's like, you know, like that's what the semester was going to hold more of. And for everything to just be gone, I think it was hard to accept that I was just going to get that short-lived bit. And it's hard to think about whether in the fall, all of those things that were making this semester so good will still be there. Logically, I know that they will be, but it's hard to picture that if you never got to ride it out, if that makes sense.
0: What about some of the smaller things?
1: I miss hugging my friends. I miss being able to on a whim decide to do things, if that makes sense. At home you literally have to plan out, like I'm going to go get groceries on this day. That means I'm gonna be gone from this time to this time and that means I'm gonna have a mass and I'm going to limit the amount of people I see. I don't know, you could just make the randomest decisions. If at 11 p.m. you wanted dessert, you could walk down to like anywhere you wanted in West Campus and get that, you know? If you wanted to see your friend at 11 p.m., you could walk over to your apartment and do that. If you wanted to get on the bus and go all the way to South Congress, like you could. And it's not there's anything I wish I could be doing right now. It's just the, the lack of mobility and the lack of just doing whatever you wanted at any time or point is really sad. I miss that.
0: I got flashbacks as you were saying all that and just like, yeah, I'm really missing it. Yeah. Next question off the top of your head. In your eyes, when do you think this will end?
1: it will i don't really think that school will be back in the fall i think we might be back in the spring but i was talking to my mom about this and she was like i think that the only way out is for them to just open everything up the people that are afflicted with COVID are going to be afflicted with COVID, and those that end up having complications and are dying from that are going to be dying and she gave me this example of one of her i don't know if it was her colleague or her family friend their sibling, the week before everything, or the week the first week that everything went into lockdown, there was a huge decrease in traffic, right? And there was a huge decrease in traffic accidents just because less people were on the roads, they had nowhere to go, they were just at home. And that same week, she passed away in a car accident. And my mom was like, okay, if you were going to pass away from a car accident, what, you, you wouldn't expect it to be in the one week where travel rates are so low, right? And so she was just kind of like, the universe is going to take its course. All we can do is try to protect ourselves from as much of it as we can. And I think we're just going to have to ride out COVID until it goes away, which experts are saying 2021 for it to like totally be gone if we really lock down, or we're just going to live with COVID for the rest of our lives and whoever dies just dies.
0: That That was intense.
1: Yeah, when I thought about it, I was like, there's something bigger up here.
0: What do you think will be different as a result? Of the virus and the pandemic and everything?
1: I'm split on this one. I know that in book club we had talked about less waiting for things to happen, if that makes sense, especially now that we've, we've experienced what it's like to everything to quote unquote be gone in the yeah. matter of a day or a week. But my dad was telling me something interesting. He said that in 2008, whenever households received a stimulus check, which at that point was $600, majority of households spent that money on durable goods. This year, the stimulus check, which was $1,200, most of it was spent towards paying rent and utilities, which meant that even if COVID hadn't hit, the majority of households and individuals didn't have enough money saved to cover rent or reoccurring expenses. And instead, they were already in financial trouble before COVID hit. And so although part of me sees like a, oh, like, fuck it, life is short, YOLO type lifestyle, I think a lot of us need to buckle down and think about saving for a rainy day. Or if we are in a prolonged recession, it's really going to be get scrappy, save, be conservative with your money, all that kind of stuff.
0: Your parents are so smart. What the heck? You <laughs> anecdotes of how insightful and wise your parents are.
1: That's one thing I really appreciate about being home. I didn't realize the constant intake of news, or just opinion that I received at home. Even if I didn't read the news, I would overhear my parents talking about it. And I realized that once I got to UT, obviously it was on me to be a consumer of media. But it's really nice to be at home and hear my parents talk about things that I don't usually check or go out of my way to read.
0: How have your feelings about the virus itself changed from the beginning when we first heard about it in January to now?
1: I was telling my parents this. So I was sitting in the Plain 2 office doing my homework when this one kid, and he looked up from his phone and he was, holy shit, China just shut down Wuhan. And at that point, I'd read about the outbreak in Wuhan and how it was starting to spread. And I was like, did you really just interrupt all of us studying to say this when it's so far away? And it's still in Wuhan. And this was in January. And then in March, I remember I was meeting my friend for coffee and he and i were talking about the virus and we were talking about his summer plans and i was do you in any way see this affecting us and he was no like you're just being scared like what are you talking about he was there's literally only 30 cases in the u.s people just need to isolate themselves Mm -hmm. and he was i think everyone that's worrying about corona is so dumb and just scared and he's one of the smartest people i know and he's definitely biting his words back now and now i think it's weird When I came home, I was still saying things, oh, if it spreads, I've come to terms with the fact that I'll probably get it. And that was when we were, oh, if you're healthy, you have less of a risk of dying from the disease and all that stuff. And now we're seeing that maybe that's not the case. And so I think I'm scared. I think for the last At least 40 years, we've all lived in a relatively sheltered world, one where we haven't had to worry about our mortality on a daily basis. And I'm really scared, especially living at home, what that means for my parents. My mom pulled me aside and was, Mm -hmm. if anything were to happen to us, this is the information you need. And that's just a conversation that I've never had with my parents. Like maybe I should have, but never had. And I guarantee that that's a conversation that a lot of teens have never had with their parents until now. So that's made me really anxious for the future in a way that I've never had to be before because things were always presumed to be good and fine.
0: These next couple of questions, more fun, I hope. What are the first few things that you're going to do right after quarantine?
1: I am 100% hugging the first person that I see with consent, of course. And then I'm going to have my friends over for a cursive karaoke night because that was supposed to happen the second week of spring break. And it got pushed back. Yep. I I just like want to see all the people I love gathered in one place instead of on a screen.
0: What are you going to do differently now because of like being in quarantine and coronavirus and everything?
1: Tell people more often how much they mean to me. Yeah, I think you should do that period. But I think Corona has really highlighted. We don't know how long we're given on this earth, so at least take advantage of it. Try to do the most good you can and be good to people. Because what's the point? Living a life in misery or living a life where you do bad to other people? I just, I just don't see the value in that. So just be good, do good, and make sure to say good things to the people you love.
0: Awesome. This is very similar to the next and last question. What advice would you give yourself pre-corona and what advice would you give Sonika post-corona?
1: Anika, four months ago, so like January, I would say stop worrying so much. Work hard for sure, but just enjoy the moment, which is so weird because the first thing you asked me was like, do you think looking back makes you enjoy the moment any less? And I said, no. And I definitely think that's true. It doesn't. But going back, I think I still would be like, really enjoy the things that you're doing. If you're studying, give your 100% to studying. If you're going to go out with your friends, go out with your friends and don't be thinking about the homework that you have to do. I think that's just like a general good life lesson. So I think four months from now, I think I would say, be sure that what you're doing in your eyes is a way to make impact. I remember during like the first few weeks of quarantine, I turned to my mom. I think I made a mistake. I really think that I should have gone back, not just focused on my stats class this semester, but I don't know, declared engineering or been in science right off the bat. If I could go back to senior year of high school or like do high school all over again, even more emphasize those fields, I think I would, just because it's become so clear that those are the fields that you have to have proficiency in if you want. To do anything impactful at least in the current circumstance so in the future like, there's no way that you can go back and change your career path and i don't really think that i would want to or that i would enjoy that but i can say make sure that the decisions and moves that you're making are ones that are going to end up mattering to people and helping them
0: anything you'd like to say in general
1: no i guess to future me I want to know if I cut my hair if I didn't. That's really dumb, but I'm really debating on whether I should cut it short again or whether I should let it grow out. So maybe future me will know what I did. That's so dumb. Honestly, as much of a person I am that looks to the past, I really hate thinking about future me because I don't know what's done, but I've n- I know what past me did, you know? So I have nothing to say to you. Future me, think about me. That's it.
0: This was first interview of whatever this might be time capsule documentary all about coronavirus <laughs>